If you could do anything you wanted to do without anything holding you back, what would it be? Everyone has a purpose in life, and others want to hear the purposeful value that is in you. Now, here is the host of the Value in You show, your guiding coach and mentor, Ellis Kirkpatrick. Hi, and welcome to today's show. Now, I know that it's, it's going to be a little controversial, but I have some really great news, oh, lots of great news. So first, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. And I know this is a pre-record and I'm sorry I had to do this, but the first good news is after six years, we finally have our own house and we're pretty excited about it. We're in the midst of moving, hence the pre-record and uh, we're moving cattle tomorrow and, and some more things. And so I've got to be out there and I just really want to thank you for watching, whether it's a pre-record or whether it's live. Now, I would like to ask something from you. I would like suggestions for what you want me to talk about for next year's show. I do have some things lined up, but you are important. What you have to say is important. So I would like to hear what, what you want to hear more about and what you'd like to learn about. And uh, I, my second good news is that, <laughs> let me get some water. One thing with packing, boxes create a lot of dust and it dries you out very fast. But my second good news is, you know, I've been talking about the book, The Best Strangers I've Met in New York City and Other Places. I have something really great. I have a new stranger that I met, someone I met just a few short months ago, who introduced me to his friend who was a stranger. And we're going to combine together on this book. I am so excited about that. Had no idea this would, would happen this way. And that's what I love about writing and being connected with people is you never know how it's actually going to play out until it's actually done. So the one, and you can go check this out right now, is Jeremy Talks with Strangers. It's got a great YouTube channel. He tells you about how he got started. Um, Andra Nemechek is the uh, one that I met first and he introduced me to Jeremy. And he said he met Jeremy by doing the free hugs where you held up the cardboard that said free hugs. And uh, I remember when that was really popular and it's like, oh, I loved it because I'm a hugger. I am a hugger. You meet me, you're gonna get a hug. So I wanted to let you know about that. This book is just expanding. There's going to be more on it. Um, really some insightful and heartworthy things. The second thing, and this is kind of more of a personal from me to you. If you have not watched it yet, not that I'm promoting one thing or another, but this is such a good, good, quick, short story um, in video. Chevy has made a commercial about dementia and the holidays. And it's very heartwarming. Both of my parents had dementia. Um, their siblings had dementia. Um, some was from strokes, some was from other things. And taking care of a parent, um, watching them change is, is very difficult. And for those of you that are out there doing that right now, I feel for you. I am, my heart goes to you because that's difficult. My mom had lots of strokes and the last 10 years was really tough. 
um, seeing this person who was loving and caring um, just disappear. And it's like this alien from outer space had invaded her body and we didn't know who she was, but there were moments that were absolutely wonderful. So if you have not seen the new Chevy Christmas commercial, and I believe they're working with the Alzheimer's Foundation, uh, make sure you grab your handkerchief or your tissues. It's it's very touching and very, very truthful. And it's amazing sometimes what triggers your mind. With my mom, um, once a week, I would uh, asked a gal if she would come and I paid her for it. She would come and help my mom paint because my mom used to love to paint. So I would record the show of the painter she liked the best. And when this gal would come over, I'd have everything set out. We'd have her easel and the, the canvas and all the paints. And, and sometimes we used watercolor. She didn't really care at that point, whether it's watercolor or oils. And then uh, this young gal would dip the brush in the paint they'd watch the little bit of the show then she'd drip <laughs> dip the brush in the right color of paint hand it to my mom and because of my mom's strokes she only used the right side of the paper she never used the left side even if you moved it over she still only used the right side of the paper so we kind of kept that in front of her and then she would paint what she's watching on tv and then the gal would give her a different paintbrush with a different color. Then they'd watch a little bit more. And if mom wasn't quite sure, they'd rewatch it. And it was really amazing to see the interaction between my mom and this young gal who was wearing goth at the time. And I thought my mom would not appreciate that, but she loved her. She loved her heart. And this gal really did have a heart to love people and care about them. So. You know, they say, don't judge a book by its cover. It's so true. You know, it's what's inside that counts, which is going to kind of bring us into the rest of the story uh, for today. But I wanted to be sure and let you know about that uh, Chevy commercial too. let you know about the book and the changes that's going on with it. Let you know about finally <laughs> have a house. So the background and everything here is going to change. Um, but it's, it's, it's just wonderful. So we need to learn to appreciate the time we have right now with each other, whether it's our parents, our children, our cousins, our aunts and uncles, the holidays are here. Um, I know for some of you, this is not a happy time and I am sorry. I am truly sorry. For that, I had the most wonderful Christmases growing up. And if I could share them with you, I would do that. <laughs> but try to make the best out of it that you can. Love those that you can. Care about yourself during this time. And try to take as much joy out of each moment as you can. Um, it's, it's just good. And let's have our tea or our coffee or juice, whatever you're drinking. I've got water today. <laughs> And let's just share some time today and see what's going on. Um, so I know that I put for the show that it is a controversial sh show, but I want to do it out of love and out of appreciation for you and who you are. So in the description, it says Christians are 
some Christians are using God and faith and quotes from other Christians to grow their business, to gain popularity, to push their agenda forward. As Christians, we are to set ourselves apart from the world that does not know who God is. We don't have to wear potato sacks or drive the old beaters or never succeed. That's not what I'm talking about. I want to know, are we becoming like the money changers in the temple that Jesus overthrew the tables and disrupted their businesses? What is your motivation? What is your heart? There is nothing wrong with wanting a big house, fancy things, nice things, a car that works all the time and looks good. There's nothing wrong with wearing the latest fashions. But what is the motive behind why you're doing this? You know, the why when we talk about business, the why when we talk about our purpose, the why when we talk about our lives. Why are we doing what we're doing? Are we doing it? just to appease other people's opinions of us? Are we doing it to keep up with the Joneses as the saying was popular in my day? Does anybody say that anymore? Um, are you doing it because you're driving so hard at, at making sure you've got everything that you need and you're not gonna let anybody stand in your way? And, and so it's all about motivation. Why are you doing what you're doing? There's nothing wrong with succeeding. We're encouraged to succeed. I mean, God gave us several examples. In the Bible, Jesus talked about the 10 talents, how this person had 10 and he doubled it. This person had five and he doubled it. And this person had one, he buried it in the ground. You know, for years, for years, I never understood what that meant. And, and I always felt like I was missing out because there's a great lesson there, but I couldn't figure it out. Why did the guy who buried it? Because he knew what was going to happen. I was looking at it from the wrong perspective. What perspective are you looking at it? I was looking at it from perspective of judging another man's heart. We don't do that. We don't judge other people. Um, I know sometimes it's hard not to. I'm sorry here. But... I wasn't looking at it from a mindset of, of plentiful. You know, God says he'll increase and fill our barns to overflowing. Um, that's a really good thing. If you know farming or anything, that's a really good thing. Um, you know, there's an, another uh, verse in the Bible passage that talks about, you know, five, three, and one, you know, this guy was given five and he doubled it, this one three and double. And I thought, wow, how did they double it? You know, as I got older, it's like, well, we're supposed to double it. So I want you to know, this is all my opinions. This is my comments on what's going on and what I'm seeing. You know, I'm not a financial wizard. I'm not a business wizard you know, or, or guru to tell you how to do or what to do, but I am a human being and I am a child of God. I am a Christian. And so there's things that were taught. Now in my family growing up, my dad was very harsh on people with money. He saw them as, as 
not caring about other people and only caring about increasing their wealth. And you do have to be concerned about increasing your wealth, but he was looking at it with the wrong perspective too. And I think I picked up on that growing up and I didn't mean to, but you know, we tend to pick up on what is happening with our parents and going on with them and it affects us. Um, what I wish I, I'll think of the word in a minute and then I'll, I'll talk to you about it. Um, but, um, so I kind of had a very strange attitude with money. I knew it was good to have, you pay your bills, it's all you need. And, and then I started finding out about really having a profit and what it meant to, to grow financially and be financially responsible. You know, when it comes to the 10 talents, the guy with 10 was given that much because one, he knew how to double it. He knew how to take care of it. He knew how to take care of everybody else. And that's the other thing. As you're growing, as you're, you're, I don't know whether you're doing stocks or whatever it is that you're doing, your trust, whatever it is, are you still providing for others? You know, how can you provide for the homeless if you don't have money yourself, if you're just barely keeping away from being homeless? Um, and we'll talk more about these in a little bit. I want to talk about the good and the positive things about it. But I want us to be sure and look at, at why, the big why. Why are we doing what we're doing? And um, we're going to have to take a little break. And when we come back, we'll talk more about this. Let's get some smiles on these faces. It's almost Friday, almost the weekend, and we need to enjoy this time. So come on back. We'll lighten it up a little bit, not make it so heavy. And uh, I'll see you right after the break. You've completed college or university or are working hard in your career. Perhaps you decided to be a stay-at-home mom. Perhaps you're wondering if who you really are got lost somewhere along the way. Asking, is this all there is? You know you were meant for more. Or were you? Yes, we each have a purpose in life, and that purpose can be fulfilled. It doesn't matter if you are 18 or 80. You matter in this world, and especially in your world. Tune in to The Value in You Show with your guiding coach and mentor, Alice Kirkpatrick. Ellis will help you find your purpose. Listen for The Value in You Show with Ellis Kirkpatrick each Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspire Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspire Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Value in You Show with Ellis Kirkpatrick. 
To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to valueinyoupodcast at gmail.com asking how to participate in the program. Now, back to the show. Thank you for coming back. I hope you have your tea so we can just enjoy a nice time together. So the reason I picked this topic is because I've heard so much lately. Um, and I don't know if it's just the environment that I'm in or if it's just becoming so popular right now of Christians talking about getting ahead and and growing your business and living the life and all of this. And, and yes, I guess I am being judgmental here and I sure don't mean it that way, but I see them and some of them, I know their hearts are in the right place. I see what they're doing and others, they make you wonder, you know, are you doing it just because you want to be, um, you want to be, something that you're not or you want to finally get there and and then what do you do i'm not sure how to say it but it's it's almost like they're doing it just to put on appearances just to make themselves look good just to look what i've accomplished and it's like well aren't you kind of leaving god out of it um and i don't want to do that i really struggle with with um, what I'm doing and it's like well how am I supposed to create a nonprofit that's going to help people get a better life if I'm not bringing money in so I think the big part of it is you can't look at money with a poor attitude meaning you have to look at how does money work for you? How how can you make money work for you? Um, somehow I have a feeling it's still not quite what I want to say, but it's like we're told to give to others, give to the poor, help your neighbor. And if you don't have the finances to take care of yourself, how are you supposed to take care of other people? Now, you know, on the scale, we can use to go one way too far or the other way too far so that you're doing so much taking care of yourself and making sure you've got everything right that you're neglecting maybe even your own family or you're neglecting your neighbors or you're neglecting um, giving to others. Um, so you have to kind of look at, at the attitude on what you're doing. Now, I have, you know, I talk about YouTube or you version and the devotion I was reading is how to be grateful for your life because I knew that was something I needed to work on um and it says did you know that the bible talks about money possession and accumulating wealth in over 2,000 verses and 11 of the 39 parables Jesus taught about are that very subject so it's very important. <laughs> Obviously, it's very important. You know, but there's the tendency to make the money itself the most important fact instead of what the money is going to provide. Um, 
James 1.17 tells us that our God is a giver of every good and perfect gift. And we need to keep that in our mindset. Um, because if we start thinking everything comes from us, it's all about what I do and whatnot, it can all be taken away in a moment. And then where are you going to be? We need to be grateful for everything we have, even if it's very little right now, but be grateful for what's going to provide, be provided for us in the future. Be grateful for, for what's coming. Um, be grateful for the tough times you're going through now so you don't ever want to be back to that again. Um, and there was another thing in here that it, yeah, at the root of our desire to gain more money or possessions is a misunderstanding of what we truly need. Philippians 4.19 says, And my God will meet all of your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. So God cares too much about us to give us everything we want, but loves us immensely and will meet our needs. And this is something we need to teach our children too, is to appreciate what we have. Even if they get a car for their 16th birthday, maybe your family can do that. Maybe another family says, here's the keys. You can only have it on Friday night and Saturday morning. And then we've got to have it back for the rest of the family. You know, however it sets up in your family, but if they don't appreciate that what they have, they won't take care of it. They won't find a way to make it grow. They won't find a way to um, do anything with it, but destroy it. And, and that happens in any family. It doesn't matter whether you have money or no money. If you don't appreciate what you have, you tend to not take care of it. So we need to take care of what we have by being grateful for it. There's a verse uh, that I wanted to, this one says, oh dear, I didn't put where it came from. Hebrews 13, five, keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have because God has said, never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. And that's a really great promise. Um, and this promise, you know, is true because in James 1.17, every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights. And this part right here, I want you to really listen to this. The Father of the heavenly lights who does not change like shifting shadows. So we know that what he says he will do. So if he says he's going to take care of us, he's going to take care of us. And we need to take care of others. So what are we doing? How are we viewing what we have? Um, are we doing what we can now to, I don't know, to make life better for everybody around us? Or are we doing it just to make ourselves better so we can look down on others? Motive is, is a very strange thing. And if your motive is not right, you're still going to succeed, but you're going to be very unhappy in that because 
the right perspective, the right motive, the right way of thinking, all matter in who you are and how people perceive you and what you do. Now, I said I was going to lighten it up, so I need to lighten it up. <laughs> that's, that's pretty tough. Here we go again. So what can you do if you don't have a whole lot of funds right now? Take your cup and your tea bag and go to a friend's house with an empty cup and another unused tea bag and sit down and have a cup of tea together. Maybe that friend just or that neighbor just needs a few minutes just to sit down and breathe and not worry about all the stress of the holidays. You know, if you're a little more financial well off and you see that maybe you can ask them if you could buy them their Christmas tree this year because they can't afford one or they can only afford the Charlie Brown looking kind of tree. Not that that's a bad tree, but it's kind of hard to put a lot of ornaments and presents under it. <laughs> oh, oh, one thing I want to tell you too. Ah, one year at the church we were attending at the time, had a tree with these cards that hung on it. And on these cards, um, these were for the teenagers and the uh, preteens and the little smaller kids who were from the poorer families that needed just a little bit of help. And it is sometimes so embarrassing to ask for help. Please don't be afraid to ask. Um, if, if you don't feel comfortable asking where you're at, ask somewhere else. You know, maybe there's another church or other people that you know, or maybe a neighbor. Um, but going back to this tree on there, they had these, if they needed clothes, they would put down the size of that they uh, wear for jeans. If they wanted jeans, if they needed shirts, if they needed undergarments, um, you could get gift cards, uh, shoe sizes, things that maybe they didn't normally would have um, that were maybe brand new. Maybe it's always been hand-me-downs. If you're like the fourth or fifth, the child and a whole bunch of other kids, then you're going to get hand-me-downs. Um, so it's always nice to get something, something really nice. And it was great. I remember, I think we, I took three cards that year. We were having a really good year and it was like, I can give back. So I took those cards and I went and I got what they wanted. If I couldn't find it or it wasn't the brand that they wanted, I did get a gift card and put it on there. And, um, and I didn't, didn't get to know who they were, but one of them told somebody who was giving out the gifts that they were so grateful for getting exactly what was on their gift not not a knockoff not um something close to it but it was exactly what they asked for because they had never gotten that in their life and this was a 16 year old child and and i know that's kind of going into adulthood not so much childhood anymore but can you imagine for the first time in their life, they actually got something that they wanted. And because I was being financially responsible that year, especially, I was able to provide that for somebody. And what an amazing gift that was. Now, I don't need to hear about it every time when I give something back, something to somebody. 
but it was really nice to know that they were grateful and that I was able to give them something they'd never had before in their life. And that was something as simple as they really wanted this brand of jeans or shoes or whatever it was and in their size. So we're going to get ready for another break. When we come back after the break, we'll talk about some happy stuff. <laughs> and we'll see you right after this. So grab your cup and fill it up. <laughs> You've completed college or university or are working hard in your career. Perhaps you decided to be a stay-at-home mom. Perhaps you're wondering if who you really are got lost somewhere along the way. Asking, is this all there is? You know you were meant for more. Or were you? Yes, we each have a purpose in life, and that purpose can be fulfilled. It doesn't matter if you are 18 or 80. You matter in this world, and especially in your world. Tune in to The Value in You Show with your guiding coach and mentor, Alice Kirkpatrick. Ellis will help you find your purpose. Listen for The Value in You Show with Ellis Kirkpatrick each Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is the Value in You Show with Ellis Kirkpatrick. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to valueinyoupodcast at gmail.com asking how to participate in the program. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. I hope you got refreshed. <laughs> oh, so what is money? Money is something, it's a tool, a tool to use. You exchange one item for another item. You use money to exchange for buying food or clothes or gas. Hey, that's something you can do for somebody too, is fill up their gas tank for them. That's always fun. You know, they I don't know if anybody does this anymore, but it was um, pay for the meal for the person behind you if you're at a drive-thru. We used to do that before it was even popular all the time. And it was just kind of cool. It's like, wow, I've been doing that already. <laughs> um, but uh, also sometimes you just pay for somebody's gas at the gas station. Um, take the few minutes to walk inside and say, hey, I want to pay for that person's gas or Maybe you have an extra 20 or something and say, just use this to pay for the next person's what, you know, if you're at a, a convenience store to pay for the next person, whatever they need. Um, only one time, only one time did I ever have somebody say, I don't need your charity. And I looked at them and said, it's not charity. It's love. It's a gift from me to you because every month I choose one person 
to do something nice for. And today you got to be that person. And, and the look on their face was, they just didn't know what to think about that. But I told them, I says, if you don't want this gift, that's okay. You don't have to take it, but leave it there and have the cashier use it for the next person. And so they did. Um, but this draws me up to what else I, I discovered in the other uh, study I was doing is called Finding Financial Peace with God. And that's on you version. And it says, in a world that often screams for ownership and control, it's revolutionary to consider a different approach. Stewardship. The first step toward a responsible relationship with your with your finances is a profound mindset shift. Money, despite the personal effort it takes to earn, does not inherently belong to us. We are stewards of God's provisions entrusted with talents, abilities, and resources, not to serve ourselves, but to fulfill his purposes. And his purposes are not difficult. So this says stewardship defined is stewardship is the management of resources that belong to someone else. And of course, as Christians, we believe everything belongs to God. God has placed us in one of the most prosperous times in all of history. This blessing isn't a coincidence, but part of God's divine orchestration. Adopting the stewardship mindset transforms how we view our finances. We're not mere consumers or savers. The stewardship perspective, <laughs> let me start that one again. This stewardship perspective leads to financial decisions that extends beyond personal gain to God's grander plan. And God says, you know, go back to talking about who our neighbor is. Who is our neighbor? Everyone is our neighbor. Who are we stewarding for? So money is not there just for us. It's there to feed those who don't have food. And there are a lot of homeless people who are homeless because they don't have jobs because the economy's been tough. They've lost homes. It's not that they've been, been wasteful, but sometimes things happen. Maybe it was because they're wasteful, but that doesn't mean you still don't have compassion and show them grace and care about them. Um, there was a time when my kids and I, uh, you know, I was pulled out of an unhealthy situation and we had to go to a food bank for a while to make ends meet. Most of what I made paid for their childcare and for the rent and the utilities. That was it. There wasn't much left over for groceries or gas or other things. And so for a while, it was really tough. And I really did appreciate having the food banks, having the markets, you know, that you could go to. And we didn't have to do that for very long, but it was really nice while it was there. So that's all we're doing is providing for those who just are having a little bump in the road and need a little assistance. It's taking care of each other. That's what we're really supposed to do is take care of each other, not not uh, just always um, gift 
to everybody because then you're always have the people that are taking, but to take care of people who need the help. There are homeless kids because their home life is really not good. But does that mean we just get rid of them? You know, well, you're homeless. You decided to live that way. Too bad for you. Figure it out and make it on your own. No, you know, maybe what you can do if you don't feel that you can give the resources financially is what are other ways you can help out? Can you teach classes on how to be a good steward with finances? Can you teach classes on how to take care of yourself when funds are limited? You know, where can you find the clothes that you need? Uh, you know, do laundry, things like that. Um, maybe you can just go to a laundromat and pay for everybody's washing the clothes that day or going in the dryer. You know, I've done that when we've been in between movings. I had to go to a laundromat and I see other people that are there and I'll put in quarters if their clothes aren't dry or if they need, you know, they can't find their quarters or the dollar machine isn't working to get some quarters. It doesn't hurt anything to help each other out. That's what we're supposed to do is be there for each other. Um, and right now, you know, maybe just take, somebody says they're hungry, we'll say, come with me. Let's go sit down and have lunch together. Um, you don't have to. You know, some people don't want to give money because they're afraid they're going to use it on drugs or booze or whatever else. And it's like, well, and if they're saying they're hungry, ask them if they want to eat. Ask them if they have a warm pair of, of socks, you know. Um, there's simple things you can do. And if you don't want to actually talk to these people, maybe you don't have time and that's okay. Um, find the entities that are doing it. Find the, the shelters or um, the nonprofits that are helping each other out. Oh, that's what I want to talk to you about too. My nonprofit that I'm working on and I'm, I'm working with somebody to find out how to build it the correct way. And my nonprofit is not to do something specific as far as as one specific um, helping or counseling. But what my nonprofit is doing is raising funds to provide to the sources and the resources that are already there. And it's mostly working with widows, newly widowed women. Um, maybe they have young children, maybe they were married for 50 years and now they're all by themselves. They don't have any children. They don't have any relatives. You know, they're like the last of the family and they're alone. Maybe it's for the young woman who is recently widowed. And now she has, you know, her kids take care of and they've never been through a holiday alone before. Um, maybe they're just worn out and they have all these medical bills. You know, there are places to take care of them. What, my nonprofit does is raising the money to help provide finances for these entities that are already established. And so it's called orphans and widows, but orphans can also mean homeless kids that have left their home because of abuse or neglect, um, things like that. Um, it's not, they're not just running away because I didn't get my way. There's some really serious issues there. Um, or maybe they they uh, got pregnant and their family says, we don't want anything to do with you because you're not married. And I'm surprised how much that still happens. And it's like, 
This is your family. That's your grandchild. Um, you know, your niece or your nephew that's going to be born. Why wouldn't you want to start providing for them? That's our job as grandparents is to provide for our grandchildren. So there's lots, lots of, of things to do that way. Um, you don't have to interact with the people themselves, but you can interact with the nonprofits. See what are in your local area. Maybe you want to give to something bigger or broader. Um, it's up to you. But the choice is yours. What do you do with your finances? But be a good steward of your finances. Make sure that it's providing for everyone, not just your own. Well, I'll say it. Uh, you know, I warned you about it being controversial. Make sure it's not for your own selfish pleasure and wishes just to do what you want. Just say, hey, look at me. I finally got where I wanted to be. And there's nothing wrong with finally getting to where you want to be as long as you're doing it with the right mindset and the right attitude. And it's like, I've worked hard for this and I'm finally here. Now I'm able to provide for others. That's that's important. Yes. What are you going to do with it when you have it? And you don't have to give it all away. Nobody's saying, oh, you have to give everything away so you live poor and everybody else lives wealthy. That's not all we're talking about here. Um, I remember a story about um, the, the couple of plenty and the couple of, of content. And the couple of plenty, when they had lots of money, they went out to big fancy dinners and had these big parties. When they didn't have money, they were eating weenies and beans. Then you had the people, the couple of content. And the couple of content every night had beef stew and salad and bread or whatever you want to have with it. Or maybe they were vegans, I don't know. But it was the same thing every night. And this was talking about stewardship. First time I heard it, I just thought, okay, cute story. But that isn't what the story was about. It's about stewardship. You don't want to be, be plenty and scarce and plenty and scarce and plenty and scarce. You want to have a steady flow all the time so that if something happens, you're prepared for it. So you don't have to be eating weenies and beans for Christmas meal. You can have your stew for your vegan meal or your turkey, whatever it is that you want to have. But it's learning to, to uh, be good stewards with your finances. So we'll talk talk a little bit more about that. We're going to talk about what's coming up. I've got a really great guest speaker coming up. Um, be sure to go to inspiredchoicesnetwork.com and go to the chat room. Be a part of, of this conversation. I love having you there. I love knowing that you're there. I like the comments that do come in. I like the emails I get. You know, you can email me at valueandyoupodcasts at gmail.com and, um, Let's, let's stay in touch that way, too. So we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to have just a few minutes to really round everything up and, and talk about the new guest speakers I've got coming up. So we'll see you right after the break. <laughs> Time to refill. You've completed college or university or are working hard in your career. Perhaps you decided to be a stay-at-home mom. Perhaps you're wondering if who you really are got lost somewhere along the way. Asking, is this all there is? You know you were meant for more, or were you? Yes, we each have a purpose in life, and that purpose can be fulfilled. It doesn't matter if you are 18 or 80. 
you matter in this world, and especially in your world. Tune in to The Value in You Show with your guiding coach and mentor, Ellis Kirkpatrick. Ellis will help you find your purpose. Listen for The Value in You Show with Ellis Kirkpatrick each Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Value in You Show with Ellis Kirkpatrick. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to valueinyoupodcast at gmail.com asking how to participate in the program. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. I hope you recharged your, your cup. I want to be sure I don't forget to read this verse to you. I almost put it away. Um, it's First Peter chapter 4, and it starts at verse 8. Above all, love each other deeply, because love covers a multitude of sins. Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. Love that, God's grace. How many times? Have we been offered grace by others? And that is such a beautiful word. I am learning more and more about it all the time. Um, yeah, it's, it's just wonderful. So Eli is going to be here next Friday. He's a wonderful man. I enjoy speaking with him every time we talk. Just a joy. Um, I'm going to look at having uh, James Mueller be on my show hopefully rachel best will be on pretty soon um kelly buckley is wonderful too and anita lapierre (laughs) she is just wonderful and she does a lot of stewardship working with the homeless and and providing the little gift bags and you know what they need um really wonderful And a lot of these people I know are already on Facebook or they're on LinkedIn. So you can get in touch with them there. And of course, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Pinterest. I'm on Facebook. I think the only thing I'm not on probably is TikTok. Um, Just haven't made that that move yet. but uh, I do have my website, www.elliskirkpatrick.com. You can get my newsletter. I don't send it out very long. I will not spam your mailbox. Um, I don't send it out very long. I try to only send one, one newsletter a month um, just because I don't want your email to be inundated. I mean, I know how many emails I get every day. And sometimes it's like, whoa, too many. So when I see this one that comes from my friend that I know is very scarce, when I get one, it's like, whoa, I open that right away. So I want to want to be sure I feel it full of value. And if you're getting any value from any of my shows, um, please just let me know and uh, sign up for my newsletter on www.lskirkpatrick.com. I've got the classes that are on there. You can find those like Finding Your Purpose, which is Finding Your Me. Um, And you get two great books to go with that. I also have the children's books. And I was hoping to have my Christmas book ready, but 
I'm kind of having a little bit of issue with the cover. We've got it almost narrowed down. So hopefully after this, <laughs> this move, this has really been a crazy week. Um, we'll have the frankincense harvest. Um, get it out here pretty quick. Found an amazing artist for the cover, so I'm really happy. It's just a quick, short little story. Um, so I may only do it as an ebook, um, and you know, maybe a, a paperback and gift. You know, it's it's just a fun story, um, and I'm really looking forward to um, the strangers. You know, the best strangers in New York City and other places with with Ondet and. Jeremy, <laughs> see, new people, I'm glad I remembered. Um, so that's really exciting coming up. Oh, I don't have my reindeer here to show you. Go with the reindeer. <laughs> Cute little story about how he has to ride the airplane because he can't fly with the other reindeer. Um, and then about how he got his name. That was so much fun talking with people to figure out how he got his name. Um, just really enjoy it. Um, and let's see, uh, yeah, next week's show, picnicking at the beach for the holidays with guest Eli Delaney. Um, I'm really excited about that one. Um, and as you're getting closer, this we have the first weekend of Advent. Now, Advent was not something that we really celebrated in our home. Um, my mom knew about these things, and as it happens with almost all parents, because we know, we figure our kids know, but sometimes we forget to tell them about stuff, but uh, I am having so much fun with Advent with my grandkids, and get to do something special each week, and remember, all my grandkids are, are not local here. They're all in other places and other states, and so we have to do some fun, creative things with them. Um, and, and that's just, that's just being a lot of fun too, <laughs> you know, all these big blended families. <laughs> and if you haven't seen that show, be sure and watch my show on blended families <laughs> and the holidays. Remember, also remember, I have all those freebies on my website too, um, that you're welcome to, you know, download whichever ones you want and watch whichever shows you want to watch. Um, I still have my YouTube channel. I think it's under a live to roar still um i've been really slow about changing that because a lot of people knew it as that um which has been a lot of fun my daughter just texted me yesterday said mom i've been listening to your shows on spotify and we've got to get those over here ty the inspired choices network um but it's it's been great to um talk with her about them and see what's going on and i love that i love the interaction you know if you gain something from it what did you gain what would you like to know more about um that's what it's all about you're the reason that i'm here it's it's all about adding value to your life and helping you enrich your life and and gain more out of it and really enjoy the life you have um we have three is it three Saturdays? Oh, I wish I had somebody here to ask. Um, let me pull up my calendar here real quick and see how far we've got. I know on the 22nd, I'm going to wrap up with um, a special, let's see, one this Friday, tomorrow, one. Oh, only two more Saturdays, two more Fridays. And on the 22nd, I'm going to have a really great wrap for uh, the Christmas session that I've been doing. Remember we talked about Mary seeing her cousin Elizabeth and 
the divorce and what was maybe going to happen with that. And then the terrible journey, you know, the dangerous journey to Bethlehem. And then, of course, now we're going to talk about what the caves were like and that they were the stables, not this pretty little crease that you see on people's stands. This is pretty exciting. Um, I think I'm going to have a very special guest speaker for that time, too. Um, but uh, I'm looking forward to that. And it doesn't end with that because we still have three Kings Day that comes up after that. So exciting time, lots of different holidays going on. I'm hoping you're taking time to breathe and refresh yourself and and that um, all the tips and hints and hacks, whatever you want to call them, have been really helpful for you this year to get going and establish this wonderful season for yourself and enjoy it and, and enjoy it relaxed. I just am so thankful. And so grateful for all that I've had. I looked over this past year and it's like all of the books I've been a part of, this wonderful, wonderful broadcasting, uh, Inspired Choices Network that is here. I'm just so blessed to be a part of it. Um, and all the places I've gone to go and the people I've gone to meet and the growth I've gained. And, and now I've got a new group that's starting up on Facebook and and I still have some of the others. And, and uh, I, I just, I am so enjoying my life right now. It is just spectacular. So for those of you who think there's nothing out there, oh, there is, there is so much out there. Don't stop, keep going. Just put one foot in front of the other. As, as I'm, I, I've mentioned before, get out of the comfort and safety of your boat. And take one step forward into your purpose and just enjoy this life that you have. It's wonderful. And get a hold of me. Let's let's share some conversation. I will not spam your email. I promise you I will not do that. That's not what it's about. It's about just having a conversation together. So enjoy your weekend. Have a lovely day. And thank you for being a part of my life and my show. And I really do appreciate you. We'll see you next Friday. Oh, yeah, with Eli. That's going to be fun. I, I am just so glad I get to introduce you to him. He's, he's just fun. And he, I get to introduce him to you. <laughs> and he gets to know you, too. I guess. But thank you for being here. And I look forward to the next couple of weeks. We've got so much going on. Thank you for listening to the Value in You show. Ellis returns Fridays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, remember that you have great value. You are worthy. And you are enough.